Um, actually, I found out by uh, by getting a text message like moments after it happened from a friend here in Los Angeles. And um, man, it, it it hit me hard, man. You know, Kobe, man, Kobe, man. How about yourself? Now, how'd you find out? Um, well, one of my, you know, it's funny because like it's not funny, but uh, you know how certain people tell you shit, and then you got to double check. Yeah, but then yeah. some people, but then some people tell you shit, and you like, damn, I know that shit got to be true, right? And one of my boys, he just be on Twitter all the time, all day, every day. <laughs> if anything, if any, if anything ever ever happens, he knows first, period. Yeah. So when he texted me, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, word, I just knew it was true immediately. Yeah. I, it, I was like, oh, word, like word, word. Man. So man, it just gets me because just like just uh, during our last episode, we was talking about age. And um, talking about age, but like R. Kelly and how when we was younger, we didn't know how old like R. Kelly was type of thing. Yeah, um, it gets me because again, like even with Kobe, like when we were younger, like I, Kobe forty, Kobe forty one, I'm thirty five. But when we were younger, I felt like Kobe was like twenty years older than us. I know he felt like he was just so <laughs> much more mature, right? I know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Bro, like, like he got he was in the, he was in the, he was in the best draft, the best draft in sports history, the ninety six right. draft with a AI. Allen Iverson, Ray Steve, Allen. Steve Nash, uh, Stephon Marbury, everybody that's ever been raw, right? Kevin so, Garnett. Kevin Garnett. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was in that draft. So, I mean, I always just felt like he was OG. And I see 41. I'm like, damn, 41? Jeez. The first, and, the, the first lyric I thought of when, uh, when it happened, I was like, I just thought of Drake stay scheming. Like, damn, Kobe, my nigga, it had to be him. Damn. Wow. <laughs> damn. Kobe, my nigga. Damn, I didn't even put that's yeah, that's wow. You just really woke me up with that one. Wow, you said Kobe, my nigga, it had to be him. Right. Because right. man, I was thinking that like literally, and I didn't even think about the face, but I kept saying that it had to be Kobe. Like, man, Kobe though, you know, and I mean, like, you know, knowing you and and and, and knowing our background, you know, we we love Kobe because we love the game, right? But right, right. we can't sit here and say we were, you know, these diehard, you know, Kobe fans. I had Kobe pictures up because I had a diehard brother, but we always respected his game. Yeah. You know, there's no way you can ever say, oh, man, you know, you never looked at Kobe and said, oh, he sucks. You looked at Kobe and said, you hated Kobe because you knew what he did to your team the night before, or you knew what he had dogged your player out, so you hated that your team had to face Kobe. And Man, his work ethic and everything else that he put in the game, you know, to see him go away so soon like this, it's just you expected this, you know, moment of seeing Kobe like you see Dr. J on the sidelines, you know, like just see, forever, just forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was just going and, and, and he was and he was beginning his second act. You know right. what I mean? His second act was getting ready to come alone. But even the more impactful thing of this is the daughter, man. You know, losing Gigi at 13 and, and you know, she having this great, she having such his mentality and things like that, just from the videos that, you know, we've seen him post of her shooting in the gym and just the kind of like work ethic you could see from her that she, you know, mirrored him in so many ways. It's just crazy, you know, to see that, you know, I think that's, you know, losing Kobe, but then hearing that he lost his daughter at the same thing is just so hurtful, man, and tragic. And you know it's gonna be it's really somber here in, in in Los Angeles just just with the way that the even the weather is today it just feels like you know you could tell that it was a, a huge loss today. Yeah, man, you gotta you you really you really gotta um it's almost like you really just gotta throw the whole you gotta throw the whole season away throw the whole NBA away right right. I'm not now I understand how like OGs be feeling when they be like I don't watch that shit no more they just don't watch it because they players they people they watch end up retiring and want to keep up with like newer players and things like that like I get that. But like it's interesting to like lose like a whole ass ambassador of basketball, man. And I know, and I know people feel certain ways about MJ versus Kobe and all that. I get it. But Michael Jordan's so competitive that Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, don't want to be around the court unless he's playing. MJ ain't just gonna be at the game randomly, really like that. <laughs> yeah. But, but Kobe, I mean, I mean, well, Kobe, I'm sorry. MJ, MJ does own a whole ass team. He'd be at the game, but MJ just own the team so he could talk shit. He don't really even like basketball. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan should be around just to talk shit to niggas. That's it. Yeah. But just to remind like, them they ain't got as many ships as him, man. You ain't got six. Just to remind you ain't got you ain't never gonna have six. You ain't never gonna have six. But um, I feel like I feel like ha- not having Kobe around no more. That's our whole last childhood. Like, man, he, got, man. he he got drafted when he was in eighth grade and then just still be around. 
just still, right. just still be around. And then it's so crazy because um, I think – actually, I think the dope thing about Kobe is uh, one of the dope things about him, about his um, his legacy, is that usually when people pass, it's this thing about make sure you give people their flowers when they're around, give people their flowers, make sure you give people their flowers. Like, Kobe fans will never, never not be giving out flowers. I, I got to – Kobe fans will be on your neck just on a random ass Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So I feel for real. like so even like even though even though so I feel like it's not one of those things where where it's like I, we was just talking about him the other day, right? I sent you a video about with him speaking Spanish. I was like, bro, I don't need to learn to speak Spanish. Just watching yeah. just watching Kobe speak Spanish two weeks ago. For what? Because he's Kobe. Like he's that raw, right? And then when LeBron passed him up last night, LeBron said some really kind things about him. And it it seems kind of like it seems kind of eerie because the stuff that I LeBron, know. the stuff LeBron was saying last night, I was like, damn, that's, I was like, damn, that's really nice of him to say. That's some nice things. That, but the way he was saying it was just so, it was eerie. And yeah. then, and then it's the next day. That just got me. It just, it's just it really hurt. eerie. Yeah, it, it, was, yeah. it hit, man. It hit. What would you say among like all the things that you think of when it comes to couple? What would you say would be like the illest thing that he ever did? Man, I mean, he's done some ill stuff, but you know. Um, one of the one of one of the, the one of my highlighted moments of Kobe is actually um, it was a time he he dropped like uh, was it don't fuck up the number 80, don't mess it was up eighty one eighty one eighty one buckets and uh, no I wasn't gonna mess it up <laughs> I, I knew it was eighty one um, but 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 to me watching him do that was incredible. Cause it was like, yo, you just saw him just go off, and it was like, you ain't. And I think, you know, you're like I said, like, like you, you hit it on the on the nose when you said uh, he was our our childhood. Like a lot of people that I know ages before me and yourself, you know, they were Jordan fans, diehard Jordan fans, or whatever, you know, whatever their background came from. That their 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 member their their memory of the greatest player will always be Jordan. So trying to get to someone who was born in the seventies or something will always say Jordan is the best ever. Don't you ever forget it. He's nobody ever gonna top him. Like and that's how some Kobe fans are too. Right. But 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 Kobe man, just watching him do that determination of just dropping that eighty one is just ridiculous. But but how about yourself? What's one of the favorites of yours? You know what, man? Like the eighty one. The eighty one is ill. And the eighty one yeah. is definitely ill. But I feel like, and it's never gonna be, it's never gonna be done again, never gonna be passed again. But, but I have a feeling that eventually, like just because players are getting better, people are playing less defense, it may get passed. My the illest thing he ever did to me was when he scored sixty in his last game with a yeah. game winner. Because the beginning of that season, he's like, I feel good. I'm gonna be able to play the rest of my life. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm raw. I feel great. And then. Like, and then three weeks later, he's like, I can't do this anymore. I hate basketball. I don't want nothing to do with this. This is my last season. I don't care what anybody says. Then he yeah. dropped 60. Nobody, nobody walks away like that. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. I, I want to say, I think, like, Magic Johnson hit a game winner when they let him come back after he had uh, been they – let, they let Magic come back for one more All-Star game after the HIV thing, and he had a game winner, an All-Star game, I believe. Yeah. But uh, besides that, even I mean, Michael Jordan's game would have been perfect, but he wanted to come back and he wanted to come back and average 23 on the Wizards because he was bored. But the way Kobe left the Lakers with that 60 points against the Jazz, everybody was at the game. Hove was there. Everybody was. There. I think that was like the illest. That's the illest thing he did to me. I mean, then you got obviously a three peat and a back to back five. Yeah. Races. Like, I mean, you got all the, you got all the other stuff, but it's it's very it's really saddening, man. It's really yeah, saddening. Man. I mean, over his uh, career, he averaged uh, 25, 5, and 5. Um, yeah. And he, he was, like you said, he was off the court with a court venture as well. He did like a, a little investment with the Body Armor Energy Drink Company. He, do- he contributed like $6 million to turn it into 200 So he was just on the, he was just living, he was, I hate the term best life, but he was literally living his best life. He was definitely like, living a, a, a tremendous life. And I mean, you know, he had an amazing one. He had an amazing one. He lived his 41 years great. You know, he did what what, what, what only few will ever say they can do. You know, you talk about him knowing the languages and, and being this very diverse and very just organic person. You know, um, one thing I do remember about Kobe is he didn't take no shit. You know what I mean? And, uh, right. And I remember one time he was in an interview and uh, this, was, this was a very memorable moment. They asked him a dumb question. Kobe looked at the dude and then just got up 
and walked out the interview, I was like, oh man, I think I sent you I think I sent you that a while back, but man, that was weak. Like, oh my God. Now you you know, Kobe don't take no shit. And it's just his swagger nah. that that confidence, even down to like his first dunk contest and he just came out, uh, you know, that rookie year dunk contest and won it. But it was just right then you knew this 17-year-old man was just going to be something, you know, remarkable. You knew yeah, it. Man, like, yeah, man. He was – he did it. He uh, he threw it under the legs and he was wearing a shooting shirt. He yeah. dunked in a, he dunked in a shooting shirt. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, the shooting shirt. He had on the shooting shirt. Everybody wanted that cotton one that was just whack. But everybody, everybody wanted that shooting shirt. And you know what? His, yeah. his story – his story is so wild, and like if you think like uh, John Calipari at the time he was coaching the, uh, the New Jersey Nets or whatever, and um, John Calipari wanted to draft Kobe, but the Nets didn't want him to, so John Calipari ended up drafting Kerry Kittles, right? Yeah, yeah. So then Charlotte ends up drafting Kobe, right? And then Charlotte feels like, oh no, we want Vladdy Divac. So then Vladdy Divac goes to Charlotte, and then Kobe ends up on the Lakers. Like what? Type, what kind of? How, how? It couldn't have been more perfect than that. So couldn't have been. It couldn't like, have been, man. And, but and, and when you're talking about how just his swag, he's he's just he got one of those just cools. Like yeah, it's one of those cools where a person ain't trying that hard. Like him, Peyton Manning, uh, Future Prince, uh, <laughs> shit, Barack, yeah. um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Derek Jeter. They just yeah. got this this Robert cool, De Niro. Robert De, just. It's, they just they just show up just cool just like cool Denzel you didn't even say Denzel Denzel yeah cool. man he, got <laughs> just, he just got a even even the, the thing about that type of cool is like you can see Denzel just not caring somewhere just out out on the beach paparazzi catching being raggedy or whatever he's yeah. just, he'd be dressed he'd be dressed like he just clocked out of Home Depot but he just so cool <laughs> he just so cool it just don't it don't even, even matter. matter it don't like, even it matter. Don't. <laughs> It don't even matter. The same with Barack. Like, when you can catch Barack with some dad jeans, and he's still the coolest cat with the exactly. tuxedo polo. Like, exactly. <laughs> this fool Barack was playing. Barack was playing hoops once in a dad hat. In yeah. A hat, and it was forward. He playing hoops in a dad hat in his forward, but he just so cool. And Kobe was that. Kobe just so damn cool. So yeah, I, yeah. I don't know, man. It was um, it's saddening. It's genuinely yeah. saddening, man. It's, it's one genuinely of those, saddening. It's one of those things where you get older and it's like, bro, like I haven't really gave up. I can't say I was that like dev, not devastated, but that like affected by something since shit since when Michael Jackson died. It was like, word. I thought he was immortal. How you die? Right. And and, my, and Michael Jackson was fifty. So. Exactly, exactly. But you you know what else makes this even more devastating though. So. And that's and that's got to be uh, Allison Morris, man. Uh, really pissed me off, man. This, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, then I kind of read a little deeper into it, but I'm not gonna lie. When you know, first intake, I hear the, I, I hear a little, a little snippet of uh, her just talking about Kobe passing, and she happens to say, you know, uh, kind of slips it off le- legacy of the something something that says niggers. Oh man! And hey, it all hey, hey man! <laughs> hey, tell the hey, t- tell the story for people listening. They probably they probably don't know they don't know the name. They don't know the clip. Tell the story. Yeah, I mean, well, on the clip, you know, she's she's describing ideally what, you know, basically how Kobe had passed, and as she's trying to put it together, she's trying to get her words together, and she says, "Oh, he, you know, he played for the long for the for the Los Angeles uh, niggers." <laughs> and yeah. um, and and I, I read another tweet. She pops out another tweet, and she says, "You know, please understand, it was a mistake. I was mixed in with trying to say Knicks and Lakers together, so it came out as Knickers." Wow! <laughs> wow! Well, okay, 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 okay. Before I say anything about this, yeah, but, but tell tell me now. Tell me how you feel about that tweet. The tweet, I felt like, of course, like, okay, my, my, this is just me. You know, I'm a woke motherfucker. I can't help it, right? You know, I'm a cover. It's a cover up. You fucked okay. up. Okay. Your real thoughts came out. You fucked <laughs> up. And now it's like, yo, what can I say now? Oh, oh, Knickers. I was thinking Knickerbockers. Ain't, why would you even think the Knicks when it comes to the Lakers? <laughs> you ain't gonna never think even Kobe. The only time you think about Kobe and the Knicks is him dogging them out. You don't even think nothing else about the Knicks and the Kobe. So that don't go nowhere near together. Like, come on now. Ain't Please. nobody, ain't nobody, <laughs> ain't nobody ever. No one has ever confused two teams and tied them together. Like, right. <laughs> ever. You <laughs> fucked up. Who's a, who, who, who playing in the Super Bowl? Uh, the Chiners. I mean, yeah, the Chiefs. The Chiefs and Niners. That's what I mean. You know, That's what I mean. Confused. The Chinese serious? Like, wait, what? Well, look. Here's the here's, here's the thing. Here's my here's my problem. Right? Like, 
I mean, so there's one one or two things. Well, she said she did it on herself. I'd have blamed somebody else if I was her. I feel like at first when I had heard it, I thought she had read the teleprompter. Or That's what I thought. Yeah. And I was like, damn. I was like, damn. For somebody to go ahead and tie niggers into the teleprompter for her to read, they damn, they must hate her guts. So I'm like, right. oh, maybe it's a teleprompter. But you telling me she tweeted this, bruh, oh, they walk her out tomorrow. Because here, you know what, you know what's the thing? It came out so smooth. She was like, she was like, Kobe Bryant was the perfect, was the was the uh perfect, perfect, perfect class of player for the Los Angeles Niggers. I mean Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> the way the way she said Los Angeles Niggers so smooth, she said that at dinner parties before. They yeah. people, people be like, people be like, are you gonna go see um you wanna go see LeBron and then? No, I'm not gonna go watch the Los Angeles Niggers. And she says that all the time. <laughs> But it slipped. Yeah. You don't because you don't just act you don't just accidentally say that word like, you know what? This is the worst possible time you can ever even say the N-word with hella E-E-R's and G's. This is the worst time. Right. The only the only the only worst time you can say it is is if they move Martin Luther King Day to February in Black History Month, and on that day they was having Kareem Abdul Jabbar's funeral at a mosque. And right. Farrakhan and, Fer- and, Fer- and Farrakhan was given the eulogy, and Al Sharpton and Al Sharpton was there in a wheelchair on dialysis, and the ghost of Michael Jackson was hanging out, and somebody was like, "These are the perfect mm, for this type of situation." <laughs> it's a celebration with a whole bunch of like that's the only one. There's no, there's no other worst time to say this. This is the worst. Per- this is the worst time. Uh, it's kind of, it's like, it's like this. Say if you was right, with a girl, though. right? Say if you was with a girl. And her name is uh, her name is Monica, and y'all chilling. And then you like mm-hmm. da, 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 Lisa. And so who the fuck is Lisa? Like you know, girl, I'll just watch and say about it. But you know, Lisa Lisa Kapowski was on there, and the name just got in my head. No, nigga, you don't slip no. and say Lisa. You don't slip and say Lisa because you've seen it the other day. You slip and say Lisa because you was texting Lisa last night. You know, exactly. And you right. know your girl know, and you know your girl know already. Because soon as she heard the name, it just popped her up anyway. She Lisa, huh? Yeah, I, I knew. The, I knew you know she know. About. You know she knew already. <laughs> your dumb ass over there with that dumb look on your face. Oh, uh, baby, uh, that's what our nickname. Uh, Lisa. Yeah, you're a dumb. That's, that's a damn shame. That's you know it's crazy. So I um so I posted uh, I posted a video or whatever of um the old school Kobe commercial with him and Kanye when he's like yeah 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah more more successful. He's like you're welcome. That shit was great. The Kobe it's actually uh it's fitting because. I actually wanted to talk about Kanye in today's episode. Um, okay. And I want to ask you a question because, like, you a hip hop head. Like, you know, all the, you know, everything about hip hop, period. You know, everything yep. about it. So I want to ask you if you knew this. Dead you know, ass. everything of dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they call, I mean, some, some people call you Rap Radar Dale. That's what I heard they call you. You're right. You're right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, this is what right. I want to I got many nicknames. I, I explained. You did. Many you did. What, what was a couple of them? Uh, Mo Guttiness, uh, okay. Delmatic. And then I was hearing, and then after I said this, and a few people heard the episode, they reminded me of some new nicknames. It was like, you know, uh, don't forget about Dale, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Dale mm-hmm. been killing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dale on fire. Uh, Taco Dale. Oh, okay. <laughs> Latin, Latino side in me, so, you know, like, yeah. Taco Dale. Get it. That whole ass side. <laughs> That whole ass yeah. side, so I got to rap for that. You know and then there was a, there was a crowd favorite. A lot of people told me one of the uh, one of the audience favorites was uh, your mama's favorite hood person. Was one? Oh of yeah, yeah. No, that's that, that's all the way. That's dead ass all the time. You know your mama's favorite hood person. Yeah. You know the way I walk in the house, they be like, I love him. He's so he's so crazy though, but he's just a good hood nigga. It's just the way he walk around. Yeah, that's, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> just the way he walk around. I can see them saying that. I really could. I yeah, really could. Um, this, this, is my, this is my so this is my question I have for you, bro. This is my question I have. Yeah, yeah. Um, to ref to reference uh, Drake's interview a few weeks ago when he was like, "Yeah, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of your favorite your favorite rappers out there that aren't writing their own rhymes. A lot of y'all don't yeah. know it happens all the time. I'm not gonna throw nobody under the bus, but I'm gonna just say this real petty and even say nothing, right? So I'm gonna ask you this. I read this article. I guess I don't know about a week ago or so, and I'm, the reason I think that you may know this is because your favorite rapper was sad about it. Did you know that Kanye West doesn't write his rhymes? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. I've been knew that for a minute. Um, wait, wait. You knew you knew he didn't write Jesus walks. I knew he didn't walk Jesus walks. No, no, no. I didn't. No, 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 no. My bad. No, I'm oh, okay. correct that. I did not know he did not walk. I actually thought he 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 uh, did a lot of writing, but I know that Consequence did a lot of uh, his writing for him. 
um, in the early stages. I didn't know he didn't do Jesus Walks. I actually thought he did Jesus Walks because only because of um, on that first album, he talks a lot about how, like, he, you know how he tells the backstory at the end of the track and he goes through this whole thing. They didn't want Jesus Walks. I played them Jesus Walks, but how they didn't want it and shit like that. So I actually thought he wrote that because it was so early in his stage and he was doing so many beats that I, maybe he was just sitting down writing. But I later, a few years ago, found out that Consequence wrote a lot of that music for him. And I was like, oh, that kind of makes a lot of sense because it's funny because they kind of got the same mouth shape, hella big ass mouth. And I don't know why I put that <laughs> The shit just was hella funny. Because they got big ass mouths? <laughs> I don't know why. It just seemed like, <laughs> like, I can easily get the fools confused. Like, oh, Consequence. Like, I can see them actually, like, being able to, like, articulate the words the same. Like, I don't know. Because if you ever seen Consequence, Consequence kind of talks like, like him a little bit. But, so you saying so you saying you saying consequence has has the ability to write for a nigga with a big mouth because he got a big exactly. mouth too. Exactly. Got it. Okay, that's understandable. That's like that's like if you write if you write if you write rhymes about somebody like yeah I'm six eight you want somebody to six eight to ghostwrite for you because they yeah. write that if they, if somebody wrote ghost wrote my rhymes talking about I'm six eight it wouldn't work for me because I'm only six three. You know I mean? <laughs> so so why are you laughing? Because you ain't never been six three. You're only I'm five six, nine. Stop. Yeah, I'm, oh my Stop. God. You little. Okay. You little. Not, you used to be tall. Used to be tall. We're not going to get in I'm six three. You tall. All I'm saying is that if somebody wrote When I was lines, little. You was tall when I was little. Now I'm big. <laughs> so you little. Like, my little homie. Like, I got to pat you on the back sometimes. <laughs> little homie, you good. <laughs> this nigga wildin'. But no, so I read, I read an article that said, that said Rhymefest. Rhymefest was like co-writing for, uh, for Kanye for like his first four albums. And mm. he and he ended up he ended up finding he found the uh, he found the sample for Jesus Walks or whatever the Jesus well, and found he found it and then wrote to it and was like this is cool I should keep it for myself but Kanye could probably deliver it better and wrote the whole ass shit and then gave it to Kanye and then the rest is history so wow. my so like my question to you is this we throw this genius word around a lot when it comes to Kanye and it comes to music and it comes to people like. Everybody's a Kanye and real MC. I'm Mr. Old Kanye. La 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 la. I'm Mr. I'm I'm Mr. I'm Mr. He don't care. I'm Mr. George Bush don't care about black people. Kanye. La 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 la. I'm Mr. Drink of I'm Mr. Drink of Fifth of Hennessy. Walk on the stage. Push Taylor Swift. Take the microphone. Kanye. La 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 la. Like wow, Kanye. I want to know. Like I want to know what your feelings are on this. And before you tell me, I'm gonna say similar to you because he's been so authentic, quote unquote. I always thought. Whether he's doing stuff that everyone agrees with or doing shit that every don't, don't everybody agree with, he's always seemed, seemed authentic to me. Yeah. So to find out now that he was like, you know, doing the thing thing that everybody don't like, I mean, what are your feelings on that? You know, you, you know what? With Kanye, it's crazy because this is going to be maybe even an unbiased opinion. I mean, maybe in some cases an actual biased opinion. Um, but I kind of put him in the level of like, like Diddy. Like, you know, like, he's important to the culture. So when we toss around the word genius sometimes, I'm putting them in that kind of category, like Diddy, um, Pharrell. Um, I'm putting them in those kind of categories because sometimes I think it is important to music that, yes, a writer, an MC has to write. I, I, I agree with that. But sometimes it's about how a person can be so impactful just to the music in itself, just just their actual energy and music is what makes them important. And I feel like that's what it is. He just was an important figure. He kind of even changed a lot of how music was at a different time too. He opened up the doors for cats like a Drake. You know what I mean? Like even though Drake writes, I mean, I don't know. I know Drake gets a lot of help too. And I know there's a big old debate out there. That it's, 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 this got to be even for another podcast. But we talk about Drake because I know how your feelings are too about Drake. And I know hey, man, relax. Hey, Drake. leave Aubrey, leave Aubrey alone, man. Leave Aubrey alone. That's his God. I already know. <laughs> but look, <laughs> but you know, he's just impactful. So I give him genius for other things, not musically always. It's musically, but it's not necessarily just always on him being like a lyricist or anything like that. I wouldn't be like, he's my top five lyricist or he's in the, he's, I wouldn't even be in the like, oh, top 50 lyricist. But I would say impact in the game, if you said, well, what's his impact? Well, he made a huge impact because, you know what I'm saying? Like some of the doors he opened for like Kid Cudi, some of these things that later came on because he, he kind of introduced this kind of new kind of style to rap in a little bit of a way. It was something different. He kind of opened the door for like the emo rappers. 
Okay. And which which is now is a huge thing because now you got more emotional type of rappers who now are what they going through and now you got this melodic sound because his cadence was so melodic at the time too and it was just so different you know that you know it's just different and then I mean even things like um I was watching a a, a Jamie Fox interview um not too long ago uh did I, you might have sent it to me but um. I remember watching it also before that. So the Jamie Foxx interview where Jamie Foxx is talking about um, how, you know, his connections are and what he does as well. And like how, yeah, you did send it to me because we later talked about the connections. But we were talk- we were listening to that. And when, uh, and I was thinking something like, even how smart Kanye was to hear, say, tell, even tell Jamie Foxx, this R&B professional, this dude is, you know, been already done kind of like still finding his lane, but found his lane in another way. And Kanye still trying to approach, you know, trying to approach this greatness tells him, hey, no, you got to sing it like this. And this yeah. is going to sound better. Yeah. And eventually making one of the most classical songs that we can remember, you know, with Gold Diggers. She give me money. You know what I'm saying? Like that song could have been totally different on how Jamie Foxx was going to come out with that sound. And even things like taking a beat and saying this beat was going to be made for DMX, but I'm going to give it to Jay-Z. And Jay-Z right. coming on with something totally different. So just like that, things like that make him a genius. However, just like any other genius, there's other parts where you might even be crazy at other times too. So he's a crazy genius. He's a mad genius. You know what I mean? Like there's moments where he's like, damn, Kanye, you tripping. Sometimes you overexceed it with so many other talents that um, that, that, that sometimes you, you think you're about to do great moments every time. And sometimes hey, everything you ain't going to do is going to be great. Sometimes even, that's why over geniuses can overdo themselves too. You ever hear that term, you know, you're saying, you uh, talk yourself into some pussy, but then talk yourself right out? Yeah. Kanye <laughs> and done that shit many a time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Kanye didn't talk yourself into being the greatest and then talk yourself right the fuck out. You done been like, Kanye, great for that shit. And then, oh, shit, Kanye. Yeah, you're fucked you make, up. <laughs> you, you, you make you do make a good point. I feel like I feel like the, the, the Diddy the Diddy comparison is is a um is a great is a good analogy. Honestly, yeah. because when it comes down to because I I was the reason I asked you is because I wasn't really shook by it as much as I thought I'd be shook by it. But at the end of the day, I mean, when people when people aren't rappers like they're entertainers, I feel like I want to say you almost get a pass. Like yeah. not even a pat, but the expectation aren't that high. If I was to find out, if I was to even even like finding out that Drake had some help doesn't bother me. If I ever right. found out, if I ever found out that Wayne or Fab had some help, Ooh, I'd, be, I'd be genuinely upset because Wayne and Fab are, are rappers. Like yeah. they're, they're but so but I mean like I Put mean the Drake to the left side Kanye. of your head and push your mind right. Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> that's I can't I can't deny two thousand one. That's a bar. <laughs> That's a bar. So yeah, I mean, he, he, I mean, you're right. You're right. It's mm. fine. Like, I'm, it's not even. So when when it comes to when it comes to like us just talking about this old school run, when you talk about Jamie Foxx and Kanye, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just segue into this. We had a big, a big, massive, massive win for the culture a couple of days ago, about a week ago, because Bad Boys Three dropped. And yeah, yeah, I, I haven't I haven't seen it yet. I do know that you did uh, do a Bad Boys quiz um, right, on your channel. On at about Dell time, check out on YouTube. Um, please, about please. you said about underscore Dell time. Right, right, right. About uh, underscore Dell time. Check it out, man. Movie quizzes dropping more frequently. So yeah, check so, that out. So my que- my question to you: This is like the million dollar question among the culture right now. And I got to get your opinion. And you can't don't don't cop out and give me a non answer because that's what a lot of people <laughs> that's what a lot of people been doing. So my question to you is: If you had to watch one show. Just going forward forever, would it be Martin or would it be Fresh Prince? Ooh, oh man, oh man, this is a good. I can see why a lot of people in top side of this one. This is a hard question, man. They're both iconic in their way. Wow, it's so many different things. See, can I, I'm gonna break a little. I gotta break a little little thing about these though. So do what you gotta do. Break it down. You know, with Will Smith, Will Smith reminds me a lot of me growing up. You know, coming from Oakland, moving in with my uncle, who was more financially stable than 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 my parents at the time. So then moving in and having to become the Fresh Prince of Manteca, you know what I'm saying? Living with my cousin, you know what I'm saying? Like, like really going through this, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. kind of like, like, you know what I'm saying? Making my own way, getting my own friends. And, and even into a lot of ways, you know what I'm saying? Even 
even having not an uncle like Phil, but having an uncle who also wanted to see me be successful, but just did it in a very different way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, right. and things like that. So, so but that I remember when my, when my, uh, my, my father, my, my biological father called me and told me he was going to come get me. And uh, it really hit me because I thought about that Will Smith part where, you know, his dad was supposed to take him on a road trip and he didn't, and, and he didn't back down on the deal and he broke down. And I remember breaking down and having a moment like that and my uncle embracing me and just telling me, you know, don't worry about it and things like that. And it pushed me to go and do some of the great things they did on the line. So Will Smith just has that impact that that first first principal there just has that impact on me because it was so relatable to me. Right. But now I'm in my I'm in my I'm in my my years up, and of course now I'm a young man. I'm 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 more into the media entertainment. I have you know a girl who works in a corporate type job, and I'm clowning. I crack jokes, and then it's like you know I got that Martin to feel. I got that Martin to fade too. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes he's so relatable to me too. But uh, man, is this is deep? I think I'm gonna have to say Fresh Prince, and I'm gonna have to say Fresh Prince just because it's so nostalgic to me. Word, both nostalgic, but it's just right now I feel like I'm living the Martin. But if I was to watch a show all the time to keep me back, because even in 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 the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you had a love scene too. You know, you got the love the love romance with him and Lisa. You know, it's funny because you was on my show and, and, and you called. Debbie from Friday, who was also played by Nia Long. Uh, <laughs> you called her. You called her uh, Lisa because yeah, her name fuck, is Lisa. Play fuck up, play <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. Uh, uh, Fresh Prince, man. I'm gonna have to go with Fresh Prince. Just, just like, don't get me wrong. Like Tommy, you got Cole, you got you got all these good players. But it's just like with with Fresh Prince of Bel Air, it just was so much more that was just. I could feel like it's just more relatable. I'm going to have to say, if I had to be stuck and I had to go somewhere, Fresh Prince, and he just got more episodes. I feel like it got more episodes and you're going to have some crying, some laughter, and Will reminds me a lot of myself. Because I, I even myself, you know, a few people I, I wanted to be like in my life, and uh, it would have to be Will Smith, uh, Marlon Wayans, and, uh, and, uh, and Raheem from Juice. <laughs> <laughs> You just wanna you wanna be like the dude and juice with the least lines. I wanted to be Raheem because he was so cool. Like all his crew listened to him, he would just be like, yo, it's Raheem. He was even over Rodimans, like he even punk Rodimans. It was three of them. He came over there and it was like hell of a group of games. But Raheem, he was like, Come on, Raheem. Like that respect. And it took Bishop to kill him, even though, you know, as far as said Bishop is a cold man. But that's yeah, how that's no. that's how it be. That's how it be. That's how it be. That's how it be, man. Sometimes you get shot in the chest after rob after robbing the liquor store. Less but not by your homie. Huh? Not by your homie. You shouldn't be getting shot by your homie. Bro, for a if, few you, bucks. if if you rob like sixty two dollars. Sixty two dollars. See, that's not that ain't even worth the robbery. That's like among four people, that's like fifteen, twenty five a piece. That's not even a win. So so I mean I can I can appreciate your answer and you make a good point. It is in a way in a way it may be an unfair question because we'll, I think I'm pretty sure Fresh Prince has like way more episodes. I believe yeah. so. So I mean it's it's almost like it, in a way it's like comparing it's like when people compare uh Biggie and Pac in a way because yeah. Tupac has so many albums and Biggie has like three, right? So but they're both right. great. Um yeah, man. So it is a tough question. You know what? Uh, when I was when I was younger, uh, when because I, I used to watch like in Living Color and like watch that Fox line that Martin was like my absolute favorite. And as I got older, or whatever, um, I feel like I feel not older, but when I was I don't know uh, older, like after Martin came out, I sort of relate to Fresh Prince a little bit more just because of like the family aspect of it. And then especially when I moved to Manteca, like especially because the way the way his life the way his life was just being around people that had never been around anyone that spoke slang before. That's how. That's yeah. what it felt. That's what it felt like. Manteca was the thing. The thing is that that's how I feel about it. I think that I think the reason I think the reason that Fresh Prince is a better show is because, um, well, I want to say overall, overall the cast the cast is better and more diverse. And there's more variety of cast members, but because but I mean not taking anything away from Martin because Martin played half of the cast. 
right? So <laughs> he did his thing. So like Mar- Martin Martin like supports that whole show, period. Yeah. But I feel like but I feel like when it comes to when it comes to fresh, you just have all these extra ass storylines among all these extra ass people that's. It's like it's insane. His mom comes to visit from Philly. Like we never meet Hillary's. Like we never meet Travis or Trevor, whoever Hillary's boyfriend is that dies in uh, in the suicide after jump, not suicide, but dies uh, in a, in a uh, skydiving crash. We never meet them, but these people are talking. No, you do about, meet. You meet Trevor. Trevor. You meet Trevor comes around eventually. Trevor comes around. Trevor comes around. Um, he's a very like you know like very, very new kind of very very oh. Carlton like very up. He's a uh, he's an anchor. So you know he's always worried about. Oh, himself. you're right. You right. I know. Yeah. You know what? I know. I know the actor you're talking about too. I know exactly, exactly. what you're talking about. It's that guy. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's that guy with that uh, with that pointy black with that pointy black guy nose. I know you're exactly. About. That exactly. Guy. And yep. um, and the, then the whole that whole like reoccurring thing of Uncle Phil throwing Jazzy J out the door. That shit is great. Right. It's great. It was so, a classic moment. It was classic so, moments. You know. Yeah, man. No, I was, I was gonna say. So if it can't, if I had to, if I had to watch one forever. It'd be, it'd be, I think it'd be Fresh Prince. But if I had to watch one episode, it'd be Martin. Because when it, because when it does come to Fresh Prince as a collective, you kind of have to know what's going on. You can turn True. on a Martin, but you can turn on a Martin episode at any time. And it's funny and whenever. Was, and there was popping. That's kind of how I feel about Seinfeld versus Friends. I don't like Friends. This probably isn't a good comparison. This is completely biased. 1,000% biased. But I don't like Friends. Cause I don't think it's funny when you turn it on. I feel like you got to know all those people. You turn Seinfeld on, that shit is silly from the jump. Regardless, that's how, I feel, that's how I feel about Martin. If you turn Martin on, he's just gonna be doing some wild shit in that apartment, kicking people out, talking about Pam. Like this is gonna be great. He, they also, they also broke a lot of like. I want to say they were able to do a lot of things on that show that you can't do anymore now, which is great. Because actually, you know what? What needs to happen? I gotta sit down and watch them both now at this point. Because even like Martin. Martin and Mary Will Children, they both did a lot of things on TV you're not allowed to do now, which is classic, right. which is great. I know. Versus, versus like, the Fresh Prince is, like, wild, wholesome, right? So, I mean, it's a wholesome show. And if I had to watch it for a year, I'd probably get tired of it. But if I had to pick one to watch for a month, it'd be fresh. If I had to watch one just off the rip one time, it'd be Martin, because that shit been yeah. popping. So You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I, I got to mention this. is uh, You mentioned about, about Friends. I like, honestly... I used to not like Friends um, coming up, and then recently I've been watching Friends now. I was. I have been watching Friends. It's actually good. You know, Joey is funny, man. Uh, but <laughs> Joey Chandler, uh, you know, what I'm saying uh, they all they're all pretty funny. Uh, it's crazy because I was uh, I had I, the reason why too is I, I, when I watch it a lot with my with my coworkers, but um, but when I um, when I'm working, uh, not when I'm working, when I be at home sometimes I put on TV. And I used to watch Living Single. You know, Living Single is the original Friends. Yeah, really oh yeah, like, easily, 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 it's easily. Crazy. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy no, because the show's great. It's a great show, and I really, really like Living Single. Living Single is one of those shows that you can just put on and just watch. I mean, it's a really good show. It kind of makes you think a lot about, um, you know, it, it even maybe even makes me think all those dreams of wanting to move to New York because that's the kind of life I always thought about. Like, oh, I just want to live that Living Single life. <laughs> want to be Kyle? <laughs> man, be hey, Kyle. Fox, man, hey, look, hey, when, when you trip, Fox was popping. So you had, you yeah. had, you had Martin. So you had New York Undercover, and you had, and you had Living Single, Bruh. Right. So that was that. that it, wait, so that, that was the Thursday night. That was the Thursday night lineup, right? It was Martin, the Living Single, and then, uh, and then in Living Color, and what was the other one? Damn, Fox and, uh, was popping. Oh, New York Undercover. New York Undercover. So I think I want to say I want to say New York Undercover was like an hour, and then living, and then and then um, and then what's this? And then fucking uh, what's the show I just said? In Living Color, that came on at ten. I think that came on after yeah. New York Undercover. Jeez, Fox was lit. Fox, Fox who, lit. Wait, wait, Fox who knew? Wait, who who knew that who knew that New York Undercover was popping? And then next thing you know, Malik Yoba, one of the illest dudes on TV ever, oh, is like out oh, here. I was gonna go here. I was gonna go here. Out here. <laughs> Out here wilding, like you're wilding. Loving did you hear about? Dick. Did you did you hear about your man? It's not. Yeah, no, he, he loves dick. He doesn't love yep, dick. He loves like, dick. He likes. He nope. likes. He likes niggas that dress as women. Nope, he said he loves dick. That's what I heard. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. Love I wasn't hiding. I wasn't hiding my my kid from the world. I was hiding my world from the kid. Nope. I wasn't. Was, I wasn't. He was. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I wasn't kissing a man like a woman. I was kissing a woman that had man features. Like, what are you, what are you doing? 
Hey, you know what's wild? Beard. What's what's wild is that he uh he went on Breakfast Club and did the whole interview right and was like la 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 like I'm attracted to these people and so on and so forth. Woo woo woo. Then he did another interview and was like trying to like plug something. And the dude was like asking questions like, "Hey, we want to know more about this." Like, yo, I, I said I was not going to answer any of these questions. Like, bruh, you can't tell everybody <laughs> that you like you can't. I'm not about to be on the show telling everybody that I love Rihanna and I love Tessa Thompson. And I love J Lo, and then we meet. I run up. On a reporter like Ryan, talk about your love for J Lo. No, I don't want to talk about J Lo. I'm gonna talk about J Lo all day long. No, no, so you can't. But that's not why he got mad, though. You know why he got mad? Tell me more. You know what? He got mad because uh, dude asked him about questions about him uh, dating or having sexual encounters with underage transsexuals. Oh, so that's the reason why he did flip out wild. and then. So he That's started wild. going more crazy. Yeah, man. So it's way more than that. Um, it's a while. And, and and part of and part of this run, part of this little campaign run that he was doing. This is and this is allegedly. So allegedly, this this campaign run is that you know it's because of the situation that he had to come out and try to get a hold of this before it was to come out, so that he was already saying I I, I have you know uh, I, I like transsexual men. So he came out to say that. To apparently, like, probably put a stamp so he don't get a part of that Me Too situation. Wait, so problem, wait, so he, you saying you saying he, he had to he had to lie on the sword, no pun intended, and be yeah. like, yo, and be like, yo, I like I like trannies. This is true, but you know, I don't fuck with the young trannies though. That's for weirdos. Is that's that for weirdos? So that's he basically what he's saying. Damn, that's what that's yeah. what we doing now. That's what we doing. Man, you better own who you better own that shit. I can't even watch New York kind of cover no more. It's different now. Yeah. Cause you're gonna think now. about him. You're gonna think about him being under the cover. <laughs> <laughs> you're dumb. <laughs> hey, yo, so, he, he was, yeah. Whoa, wow, 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 man, out there. So, and, then, and then you know he also had a scene in where he dresses, where, where, like, cause he does like undercover work and he dresses like a, like a, like a, um, like a transsexual. Yeah. In one of those things. So he, like so he's like that's when he really started falling in love because he had already like had all these experiments and stuff like that. But this wow. is when he knew that he was attracted to transsexual men. So yeah. it's like when him doing the undercover scene. You want to know? You want to know what's, what's even more wild? What's even more wild than that? Well, not, maybe not that wild because that was fuck twenty five years ago. But did you see? Um, did you see Why Did I Get Married Part Two, the Todd Perry movie? Oh, when he dies? Yeah. At the end. You, yeah, so, you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You know what? You know what happens like leading up to that, right? Kind of, I'm uh, vaguely. You so his, so his me, wife, so his wife, his wife, his wife Janet Jackson brings a birthday cake to his job, and a, uh-huh. and a, and a, a dude gets out, oh, dressed yeah. like a girl, oh, and right. he says, and she says, "All right, Kyle, you want to act like a bitch? Here's your bitch." And yeah. then he gets in the car, and it's like, oh, so what's <laughs> he does like, that. The mad nigga scared, scared off. That's where that's where every that's where the woman really gets to. And he's scared off. I don't know what he's gonna do. He's driving so reckless. You know, he's <laughs> the angry nigga scared off. And you know, like here's the thing: like when when I was younger, and I would do the angry nigga scared off. I was scared off, but never to go nowhere fast. You, yeah. you and Malik oh, go, yeah. but y'all y'all really go zero to sixty. I just be like Skr-skr. quick and then stop. I just do it and stop. Like, I do it and be like, and, be like, and then slow down once you hit the corner. Oh yeah, now I'm just gonna go speed. Yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now I'm cool. I don't, I don't be doing an angry nigga stuff because for like, for like forty years of my life, I didn't have L's, so I couldn't right. just be out here skirting like you. Was, your life was different than mine. Yo, oh, 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 guess what? Your man's, your man's got arrested. Well, he, he turned himself in. Oh, Antonio Brown. Yeah, man. Yeah, he turned himself yeah, in, man. Did you hear about it? Yeah, yeah. It, do you know? Do you it, know why? <laughs> He was he was getting investigated. It wasn't because he was throwing dicks. I know it wasn't because he was throwing dicks. <laughs> but, but I no nah, no he was not. He wasn't throwing. I mean I don't know. I don't know because this is what happened, right? Yeah. Uh, th- this move this moving guy pulled up to his crib and was like, "Yo, I got your stuff here." And Tony Brown was like, "Yo, you gotta unload it." And dude was like, "All right, well you gotta fill out these papers and pay me." And Tony Brown was like, "I'm not paying you nothing. Like whatever." Da 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 da. And then um the truck driver was like, "Man, like he was drunk and high, and he started throwing stuff at me, and then him and his bodyguard beat me up." No, I'm just training. I'm just training like they stomped him out or whatever. And it's like, I'm like, I don't know what he was throwing, right? Because dude said he was throwing things at him. But I'm like, you, you think you're throwing digs? I'm saying like, you I mean, I'm just saying, if you have a propensity, if you, if you threw dicks at the police, like, why wouldn't you throw dicks at this guy, right? So, right. I don't know, man. He turned himself in. So, so wait, wait, wait. You just thinking he just got a bag of dicks somewhere and he bags them up and throws them at people? 
Like, is that what you're thinking? Like, he just that he he just sponsoring these dicks and just throwing them at you. <laughs> no, you so told me. New thing. Wait, I'm gonna tell you that's his new thing. <laughs> that's his new. Because no, I mean, you no, know, you no. always got a new thing going on because you seen his music video, right? <laughs> no one is. No. I, when, how, when he I, got bailed out, how was the music video? Was it cool? I, I didn't see. Really, it. I, I didn't watch it. I didn't. I thought <laughs> skipping of it, and I knew I didn't want to watch the shit. I was like, he was on the field doing some shit. They just didn't even hear the song. I seen movement. And was like, ah, this ain't gonna look like a good song. It, it, it don't, it don't slap. It don't slap. I feel like I didn't I even hear like, the sound. I feel like you be slapping that shit, low key. I feel like you be listening I, to that shit. I really don't, but I mean, I can see you bumping it though. Like, <laughs> look, trying to, trying to get that hairdo. <laughs> this is what this is what you told me. You was like, you was like, yeah, he got this bag of dicks and was throwing it, and it was like, yo, if y'all want to get these, y'all can get them online at this website. That's what he did. That's w- factual like, information. Yeah, man, you was like www.dicksforthrowing.com, whatever. So the way I see it, throw it. The way I see it, <laughs> so the way I see it, if you getting sponsored, if you getting sponsored by this company to like to like slang to like slang like penis projectiles, that's what you are gonna do all the time. But Why dude, is the whole website for throwing dick. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So if that's his, if that's how he getting money, that's how he's getting money now. So I don't know, man. I right, just hope hey, he get... I'm gonna change this section. I'm gonna change this. I'm gonna change this channel. And the only reason please why do. Is, please do. I wanna. I wanna say this because we're talking about stuff, right? Like stuff. This. What about yeah. your man Orlando Brown with the allegations that Nick sucked his dick? Oh man. And dressed as a woman. Man. How do you feel about that? Because Orlando man. Brown was your man. You know, they did the... It's my man. SF. Yo, listen. That was your man. Listen, listen first of all, first of all, if y'all want to do a fact check, we got a whole ass episode online prior to this one where Dale says, yeah, and Orlando Brown, he was on that Ray, but he was super cool. <laughs> listen, listen to it. Listen to it. Dale was like, I got a screen printed shirt with Orlando Brown. I got a screen printed. I'm like, how's the screen? The screen printed on the front? Dale was like, no, it's screen printed on the lower, on the lower butt part. Hey, I'm like, you nasty. You wild. Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> y'all, yo. Hey, y'all listen to the past episode before this. Anyway, listen, I don't know. I, I, like, I feel like, I think, I think if that's what you got to do for clout. Okay. I feel like, I mean, if that's, I'm not doing my sentence, bro. Don't, okay. <laughs> listen, because I know what you're about to say. I was going to say, if that's what you got, if that's what you got to do for clout, you got to give up, you got to give up clout chasing. Because once it reaches that level of like, of like, yo, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go online and tell everybody that Nick gave me copy. <laughs> Just how and I like it. Like, and yeah, I, I'm not, I mean, like, if that's what you got to do, bro, like, nah, you, nah. You nah, out of you, pocket, right? You out of pocket. You out of pocket. You know what? The cold part, the cold part is this. Cold part is, I don't even care if it's true or not. All I know is what? this. Here's the thing. If it is true, still, if you feel like that's what you got to do for clout, you got to stop. Even if it's right. true, because that's whack. That's whack. That's whack. That's, that's whack, whack, man. That's whack. I mean, what I do you think about that's your man. You got you got the shirt. That's your man. No, no, no. Look. I think you. I think you're right about the clout. So his uh, his BM came out right, and Who? she his uh, his uh, Orlando Orlando Brown's baby mama. O- came Orlando out. Brown Orlando Brown isn't gay. No, no, no. He's not gay. Oh, I, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the man like that. I don't know. He that's said he, he said he gave him top. I mean, he also said Raven. Him and Raven did some. And Raven is actually gay. He said him and Raven did the. Oh, that's what he said. Man. Y'all don't know what that means. He's crazy. He was one of the niggas who dyed his hair blonde. But um, like I was telling you, he um <laughs> his baby mama his baby mama came out and was like, yo, he's only doing this because it's a lack of attention. He doesn't feel like he's getting attention. Y'all ain't buying his music. And supposedly his music's supposed to slap. I've never heard the album from, but supposedly he's supposed to do good music. I've literally heard a few different people say, you know, he does get music, so Comes you, a fan, you a fan? You a fan? You a fan? I'm then. a fan. I'm a fan. I'll be at all his concerts. Me and three other people. We be out there <laughs> repping for him. Orlando, <laughs> get it in, my man. That's so raven. Like we be in there screaming his name. He go screaming his uh, name. To, screaming his name. He the man in the streets. You know what I'm saying? But nah, <laughs> he uh, he fucking his mind. But she said that he basically just do it because. But she kind of hit some good ass points because I, I I wanted to say she hit these points where she said, "Oh, people come to them the, as the family members when they see people do all this crazy shit, and they're like, why would you let him do this? You gotta control him, like it's fucked up.' So then now the family got to get hear all this shit, like they the ones in the wrong." She was like, "This is a grown ass man. 
And this is why he's doing it. And the fact that y'all keep, that y'all won't promote his music, but the minute he said some dumb shit, y'all go to the media, of course he's going to keep doing the dumb shit because he knows it at least keeps him active. It keeps him relevant. It don't matter. It don't matter what he says or what he does. We talking about him. Media's been talking about it. And it just brings him back to life. It's kind of like the Soldier Boy effect. When Soldier Boy just come out and tell these erotic odd stories and shit like that, and we all listen in and laugh at Soldier Boy, Drake, Drake, and he makes these classic moments, and it's so crazy the shit he's saying that we all gonna talk about it. And that's what Orlando Brown's trying to do. Everybody see the only person who was really able to do it successfully, but in but not really successfully, did it good for the moment was Six Nine. But then he got to jail, and then he told everything. <laughs> He got to the, as soon as they even said, six nine, you going to jail. Hey, it was shoddy. It was was my mama. She was in the one who told me to do this. My grandma <laughs> called me up and told me to be on the house by the video. The old lady that was in the video, she sell coke. I'ma tell you what. <laughs> he was sitting on everybody. My third grade teacher touched my butt one time. I'm just telling y'all right now. I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like six nine, six nine didn't have no choice but to snitch. He ain't had no choice. He had you he had, had no choice. He had to do he had to do you always he had got a choice. Do. You ain't had no choice. He had he did what he had this to is, do. He's in a worse position. Now, I think no, he's fine. He, he might as well just he's he might fine. as well stuck it through because he's gonna get out of jail. He's gonna get out of jail and like they, like it's gonna be unsafe for him. No, nah, man, he gonna get out, he gonna get out of jail. He's gonna be popping. He's gonna be popping when he get out of jail. Watch. I, don't, I don't believe that. He's gonna be popping. Look, he look. We're gonna talk about this and about it. And when he gets out, we're gonna see. I don't think he's gonna be popping. Okay, listen, listen, y'all heard it here first. When he get out, he's gonna be popping. I'm gonna jump back to Orlando Brown. You're right. When people be doing wild shit, people contact the families because you seen when the Del- Delonte West got stomped out by the homeless dude the other day, right? Oh man. Okay. Yeah, man. So like everybody's like, the NBA got to do something. Where's his family? And they contacted Jameer Nelson. Y'all went to college together. Y'all got to help him. What? What? What am I supposed to do? What just? That's a grown man. Like that's a right. grown. That's a grown man. I don't know how. I don't know how everybody calling everybody else to be responsible. Listen, I work in the I work in downtown San Francisco, financial district. Homeless niggas get stomped out every day, B. Every day. Every and they all and they all they got families. Lie. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've seen somebody get punched gets get punched in the head on on the freeway. That's different. That's a different ass whooping. Like, well, I don't, I don't know what happened, but I need more information. All I'm saying is that don't be contacting nobody family get somebody homeless because y'all don't be calling when I got y'all don't call the home y'all don't call the family the homeless dude that's naked in front of my job. Putting heroin needles all inside of his earlobe. Y'all not calling his family, so y'all can't be reaching out to Orlando. Or if Orlando Brown want to say I gave Nick Toppy, so be it. And Dell, if you want to be a fan, right. I still respect it. I respect you being an Orlando Brown. No, fan no, he didn't it. say he gave Nick Toppy. He said Nick gave him Toppy. That's clear to say. No, he didn't okay. Orlando Brown like that. Oh, oh okay. That's okay. rapper alive. That's okay. rapper alive since okay, seven. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> thanks for the thanks for the thanks for the clarification. <laughs> I wonder I wonder how many people are at home like Ryan said that shit wrong. I'm glad you don't Yo, they mad they is right now. They hell at it. Can't That's, believe this shit. That that's really that's real life good looking out on your part. That's real life good looking out. Yeah. I mean, looking out, make it really clear. You don't want to like disrespect Orlando Brown, but you might be in the media next talking about the time y'all had y'all used to lay up together. I don't so, even you know, know I, bro. I didn't even know who this person was <laughs> until 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 last time we spoke. You was like, you don't know who Orlando Brown is, nigga. You sleep. There's Kanye. There's Jay. There's Drake and Orlando Brown. And I was like, you're wilding name right the, now. Name the five best rappers alive. Orlando Brown, Orlando Brown, Orlando Brown, Orlando Brown, Orlando Brown, because he spit hot fire. That's why. I think it spit fire, nigga. Check him out. Check him out. You got to be a judge for yourself. You don't even know. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to. I remember when he was sleeping on Drake, and I told you he was fire. And you you never. This is, never <laughs> fucking happened. <laughs> Is he nigga, making up anything? Wait, let me get this. Chinky was your guy then. You cheeky, Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> let, wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me get this straight. You're, you're telling me he made this video talking about his inner, his like interaction with Nick Cannon, and now you, because of this video, you want me to listen to his music? I Word? think you should check it out. I think Word. You should check it out. The way, so that's, that, wait, that's that's what we get from this clip that was uploaded. <laughs> you know, wait, word? You're, I never. You're, I, I'm gonna be in solid with you. I've never even heard his music. 
Yes, you have. Yes, you have. I, I promise you, I've never I, heard it. I've somebody, never heard it. I've somebody, never heard told it. Me, somebody told me you had an Orlando Brown wristband that you be wearing. <laughs> Why would I get that? that <laughs> That's what I heard. Where is it going to get me to? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I, I heard you got the wristband. You got a little. Oh, hey, what's up? You got a little. Oh, you got a little that's what they fanny pack. That's what they that's what they told me. Fanny pack. I mean with their, with it with their face on it too. Yep. You're right. No, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not mad, bro. However, you I rock keep all, you I rock. keep all my Death So Raven souvenirs in there and my major pain whistle. <laughs> no homo. No homo. <laughs> yeah, no homo. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Hey, so hey, so like uh I just want to say real quick, I just want to say this. So maybe this thing that be happening when people die. And then everybody be like, yo, make sure you call your loved ones and tell them that you love them and so on and so forth. And that's cool. That's cool. Tell your mom you love her. Tell your brothers you love them. All that. Do all that. And, and, and that cousin, that uncle, that auntie, (laughs) that friend that you had a beef with at the family reunion last July over some ribs. You ain't spoke to them since the rib incident. Call them too. Yeah. Call them. Do 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 the hard part too. Don't just text your mom and tell you love her. Y'all got Fuck this Cindy. Group. I ain't calling her ass. <laughs> I ain't calling Cindy. Cindy ain't sending that bitch on me twenty six dollars. No. Don't be like. Don't be like. All right, P. Kobe. I'm gonna text my mom and tell my mom how much I love her. That's cool. And text Cindy too. And yeah, text Cindy. Cindy. But you know Cindy ain't gonna fuck with you. <laughs> fuck you, that's, bitch. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's no, but that's fine. But I'll be I'd be getting so tired of seeing these things. Every time somebody passes, you gotta keep everybody close to you up. That's cool and super cliche. Oh, but what man. what about what about the person who who text message you still ignoring? Talking about I hate this motherfucker. No, and goddamn well, you on the Instagram page looking at their pictures, not saying nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're right though. You know, you nah, know who you are. Not. You know who you are. Yeah, man, let so, those small moments. I, I agree with that. Let those small moments man, go, man. You holding over these minute situations, it ain't doing nothing, man. You you, you know, uh, embrace the ones that are close to you. Embrace the ones that are far from you. You know, it's it. Life is too short to be holding grudges. So I definitely agree with that. Um, what's your quote of the day, my brother? What we what we ending with today? I mean, man, you know, uh, bro, go. You go ahead. You okay. go ahead. And, you go ahead and do and do yours, because like you said, your year is about preparation, and you already okay. got. Some dope ass Einstein you know quote written down. So do what you need to do, <laughs> asshole. Woke Dale. <laughs> no, so um, this is uh, it says uh, the beauty in being blessed with with talent is rising above doubters to to have that beautiful moment. And uh, you know, R.P. Kobe Bryant. That was a quote from him. And and you know, thinking about that one, it just made me think. You know, as much of the beautiful moments that he brought to us as many beautiful moments, you know, um, he blessed us with spectacular games, um, entertaining, you know, just, just, just everything that, that, that he's brought, you know, for someone like me being able to grow up and, and, and watch this amazing, you know, human do, you know, invincible things that I've always, you know, wanted to mirror and my friends have wanted to mirror that gave me that, desire to sneak outside of you know my house to play basketball and go to court every day and play basketball just to thrive to be like someone like Kobe and um you know those are the kind of moments that I was blessed with in a childhood that I had and and even going into to an adulthood to be able to see him do something towards the next level with even media and things like that so you know I've been blessed with so many talents and sometimes it's like you do want to rise above the people that were doubting you and just to have that beautiful moment. So everyone out there now, you know, take that time and realize your talents and go ahead and create your beautiful moment. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. I mean, that's, that's fire. Um, I want to say, um, Kobe said something a while ago. He was like, no, 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 not that one. This, it, there, 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 there's a YouTube video. There's a YouTube video that uh, he's on where he talks about like monetizing your time in a better way. Like he talks about training sessions when you're trying to get good at something. He talks about getting up at like five in the morning and shooting from five to seven and shooting again from 10 to like 12 and shooting again from like three to five versus waking up at like nine in the morning. And you can max, he, he was talking about how he would maximize all of his time 
And that way he would do this during the year. So when people want to get better during the summer, he's already hours, days, and months ahead of them. So he was already doing all the summer training stuff like during the regular year. However, there's a video about it. Check it out. It's great. However, um, this kind of relates to this year. Kobe said, Kobe said, if you're afraid to fail, you're probably going to fail. And, mm. and like failure is definitely part of success, right? But the quote says, if you're afraid to fail, you're probably going to fail. And what that doesn't mean, don't fail. That doesn't mean don't fail. It means that if you're afraid to fall on your face or to try something new or to be embarrassed or to, or to, to literally just risk your ego and character or whatever, be vulnerable, then you're probably not going to accomplish what it is that you desperately want. So, I mean, I want to say um, for everybody that's like within their 2020, I mean, it's been one month. It's been one month period. So if you had some, something you was working on that kind of fell to the wayside for a few days, for seven days, if you haven't, di- if you haven't done what you plan to do since the second, it's cool. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Because if you're afraid to fail, you're probably going to fail. So the only way to keep moving forward is by trying it, failing forward, and create, and, um, create new opportunities for yourself. Because what ends up happening is that every time you do something, you get better at it. No matter, no matter how terrible you are at something, every time you do it, you'll be better. You can be the worst cook in the world. But I guarantee you, the first time you try to barbecue some food, the second time you'll be better at it. The food won't be better, but you'll be better at it. And if you're afraid to fail, you're never going to find that out. So, um, bless up to Kobe, Bean, Bryant. Uh, man, August 23rd, he's a fellow August brother like myself, but he's a, I think he's a Virgo. He definitely has, definitely has some ill Virgo tendencies. Um, and today, <laughs> today, is, uh, today is a day that I want to say I'm glad we were able to do a show um, on this day, even with even with all this, even with this like heavy moment on our hearts. So right. appreciate y'all listening. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, what's up? Well, we'll be back. We'll be back in a week. So, you know, yeah. oh, oh, also like, thanks for listening. We appreciate y'all uh, sharing and liking and handing these out to your friends. Cause I, I only yes. send this, I only send this out to like 10 people, 10, 15. I think, I don't know how many Delson his out to. We got to my hundred of my close friends, a hundred, a <laughs> hundred of y'all. Keep call, calling y'all, niggas out. Call niggas <laughs> thank out. y'all for listening. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah, I sent it to I sent it to, to a lot of you, man, and I, I I'm 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 so grateful you guys tuned in and and the feedback you gave was just amazing. You know, good, negative, and everything is worth it because it helps it helps us to get better. And and and, and deep down, you know, that's what we want to do is, is is be better at this. I mean, we're learning as it goes, and and we want to make sure that you as the listener is getting that that eargasm you know we want to give you that eargasm that's that's what Ear, we want to give you eargasm, eargasm. Yeah. <laughs> i see what you did there i see what you did there yeah this he learning i'm learning shit i'm raw i've been raw <laughs> i've been raw anyway raw we, we holla at y'all thanks for tuning in bless her 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 one